This meeting of the movie council is now in session. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to season one, episode 13 of the Movie Council podcast. Fake company, real movies. <laughs> huh? right? I like that. That's nice. That's nice. Took a stab at an actual what's tagline. What's with the, what you think? What, what's with the weird voice hosting the episode? <laughs> it's my hosting That's, voice. It was accurate. That's the no, radio what's with, delivery. What's, what's, with, what's with the non-TW voice hosting? Oh, oh we, well, we will get to that. Hello, everyone. All right. <laughs> my name is Dan Sherry. I am the producer and the, uh, most importantly, the chief boy toy of the movie council. And tonight, I am your host. I uh, will just tell you why in a few. But first, uh, I want to introduce, I'm joined again, like usual, by uh, the co-founder, the COO of the movie council, Andrew Sherry. Andy, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing really well, and I would have been totally thrown off if I wasn't introduced first. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't sure how that was. I wasn't sure how that was going to go, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, pretty excited for tonight, and uh, looking forward to everything we're going to talk about. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I am also joined by uh, the uh, director of security, our art director, the head of colored pencils i That's believe right. it is yeah. right yeah uh the man whose neck isn't quite red but redder than ours from north carolina mr marky <laughs> bondurant what's up marky i'm not much man how you doing i'm doing all right i'm excited about uh tonight's episode good good dp good good <laughs> and uh last but certainly not least i am joined by the founder, the CEO of the Movie Council, and most importantly, the man celebrating his 40th birthday tonight. All right. Tim Sherry. Tim, how's it going, buddy? Oh! <laughs> how's it going, boys? Uh, this is exciting. Uh, that's that's uh, uh, it, It's different. It's definitely different, not hosting, not having control. It's a little tough relinquishing that, but uh, I, I'm, I'm really happy we're doing this tonight. Happy we're switching it up. DP, I think you're off to a rousing start. That was a that was a absolutely <laughs> terrific tagline uh, oh, because it was it was it was like smart and cutting, but it was also very accurate. So right. I, I was I was a big I was a big fan <laughs> of that. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I think tonight should be a good time. We got a good topic, and uh, I'm really excited to get going. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am too. So. Uh, uh, as our loyal listeners know, Tim is generally the host, but he gave me the reins tonight because uh, he just wanted to kick back and relax because like we said, he is turning 40 years old today. It is his birthday. So he gave me the reins. Uh, we're going to talk about one of his uh, top 100 movies at least, right? No, mm -hmm. which you know, because we're such children, the reason we know it is because it was ranked number 69 on his list. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we will talk about that movie tonight. But first, we do have a little bit of housekeeping to do. Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, we've dealt with the uh, HR department in the past. Uh, they've sent us memos. They've, uh, you know, chastised us for 
certain oh, you know, actions. Oh, no. And <laughs> oh, with so us tonight. Some, some things that are a tinge <laughs> off color. Is the oh, director no. of HR, Miss Heidi Burghardt. Heidi, oh. how are you doing tonight? Oh, no. I, I'm doing well. Doing well. How are oh, you doing? We're doing great. It's, uh, we're having you on to, uh, because it's Tim's birthday and we wanted to uh, make sure, you know, as a birthday present, he gets what's coming to him. So, <laughs> Heidi, the floor is yours. If you got anything to say, let's hear it. Should we start with the happy birthday or should we start with the HR stuff? <laughs> I, I believe that's up to you, so. Am I in hot water right? Am I in some type of hot water right now? What, yeah, I don't, it's a, it, you know, it's a good news, bad news scenario. Right? I don't remember doing anything this time. Well, that might be the problem, the problem. Is I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. That would be the problem. Okay. okay. All, All right. right. We'll start with the good news. We'll do the happy birthday first. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Uncle Timmy. Happy birthday. Thank you, ladies. Appreciate it. All right. Now let's get to the HR. You know, as the HR <laughs> oh. director. Oh, that that took a while to get to. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself on your birthday. You're in trouble. Yes. Yes, you're in a little bit of hot water. This okay. is still a podcast, TW. Okay. Oh, yeah, all right. AJ. It's still a podcast. All right. Number one, I, I think we've talked about the professionalism. You know, again, you have to model after Marky. We've talked mm. about this. Mm -hmm. um, last week, you know, you, you mentioned that, you know, for 20 minutes, you didn't remember the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, it's accurate. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's a little pushing it, you know, the drunkenness. Mm. You don't remember mm. the podcast. So I, I'd like you to control that a little. Okay. Okay. Secondly, this thing with she can get that. I can get, get it. That. Oh, she she <laughs> can get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She can get it. Get it. Yep. That's, that's a problem. No. It's, it's a little bit of a problem. Okay. You know, let's curb that. And then there's Dan. Oh, mm. boy. Wait, wait. Me? Yeah, Shit, yeah. I was the one that asked you to be on tonight. All right, what's up? When you when you tell your sister the C word, and she, <laughs> when I tell you not to use the words, and then you tell your sister that, might be a little inappropriate. Oh, I I, I, I can see where it you're might, coming from, but again, you know, you really are kind of the Toby Flenderson of this podcast. So. <laughs> You know, anything you say, we kind of take with a grain of salt, so. Okay. <laughs> but I do but hey, love you guys. We're, Again, we're so happy Marky to hear from you. Marky is the model employee, followed by Drew. Oh, my God. You're, Thank you. Marky is such I, an I am, I am a model employee. As Actually, well. Heidi, you know what, Heidi, while, while you're here. Um, yeah. You can't fire me. I put it in my contract that I'm not allowed to be fired. No, I'm not, I'm not firing you, but we're going to oh, have a discussion you. when you get back from Charlotte. We're going to have a long okay. talk is what's going to happen. But, yeah. Um, uh, I just want to say one thing um, about your about your little kiss ass Marky. All right, I got a direct message on my Twitter from okay. Peta, from Peta for his actions last week, threatening to quote whoop his dog. All right, so uh. Uh, don't let let let's let's not forget that he actually threatened animal cruelty live on a podcast. And they are up my ass over it. Okay, so I'm I've been dealing with this shit all week. All right, I had I didn't bring it to your attention, Heidi, because you're on vacation. When you or get gypsy. back, yeah, when you get back, we're gonna have to discuss it. Okay, okay. but I've been dealing. I've been I've been up to my ears in liberal bullshit all week over this. Okay, thank you, Marky, Mister Fucking Model Employee, <laughs> douche. 
I didn't actually have to beat the dog. I just threatened it. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's enough these days. Believe it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Heidi. I appreciate uh, I appreciate you being here. And uh, you're uh, especially what Dan, what a nice little birthday present right there. You know. Yeah. Oh, you, you're welcome. Yeah. You have I, to have my uh, my sister be in Charlotte to speak to me when she lives 15 fucking minutes away from me here in Massachusetts normally. So thank you very much. I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, well, you're, welcome. you're welcome. So also with us in North Carolina is our, um, what was it? Director of social media who has done no social media yeah, work she's whatsoever. <laughs> she's just there. Michaela. Yeah. How are you doing? First of all, you took it away from me. Mm. I never even got the opportunity to post anything. That's accurate. Or you just started speed wagon with the freaking social media and just I, kept that, it going. So I just yeah, that's kind of true. That well, is very true. Not kind of true. Well, Samantha, I'm sorry, Michaela, the, the reason that we actually uh, wanted you to be the social media director is because you put up um, a lot of whorish pictures on Instagram, <laughs> so you have a ton of followers. So we really wanted to tap into that market. Uh, <laughs> so that's still something we can work it's, on. It's a hot market. Oh, I mean, whoa. Slots? oh yeah. Huge market for whores these days. So, I, have uh, like, well, I have like 900 followers. So That's probably double what I have. So we got, I want to get into that market. I mean, bring them bring them over to the movie council for crying yeah. out loud. Right, yeah. Okay, fine. Start posting some thirst traps on the movie council. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You. yeah. You should bring your, your whorish tactics to TikTok. That seems to be the new <laughs> the new place for that. So All right. All right. Before this gets off the rails. <laughs> I do love I'm you. Uh, you guys go and do your podcast officially. Why um, why thank you? It's been enjoyable. Again, mm. Timothy, happy birthday. Welcome to the 40s. Thank you, Weezer. We love you. Goodbye. Love you, too. You're not, you're not in them anymore. <laughs> night, 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 Kayla. Night. I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> so there was that. So that happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I'm, All right. Uh, I'm in trouble shabby. again. So. All right. Next up, we got one more person that I wanted to hop in, wish Tim a happy birthday, <laughs> maybe let us know uh, how much he enjoys the podcast. The Booker Man, Pat McEwen, has joined us tonight. Pat, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, boys? Chilling, baby. Man. Having a good time. It's Tim's birthday, so. Yeah, I, I heard. <laughs> hey, Book. <laughs> what's up, bro? How's it going, man? Good, man. Good. Me and uh, me, me, me and the Booker man made some uh, dinner plans for tomorrow night. I'm very excited about that. We did. We did. Yeah, fun. He's nice. going there with his uh, reverse mohawk or whatever he's going working with right now. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's, 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 that's just what's left. That's just yeah, what's left. Yeah, that's you got to get rid of that. But uh, <laughs> I might actually spike it up extra high just because I'm going with you. So you should. You should. That's how I roll. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. <laughs> Nice. Hey, book. Hey, book. I just wanted to talk to you about that email you sent, and uh, I want to. Uh, I would like to talk to you about Armageddon uh, very quickly because I was. I, I was, figured you would. I was unhappy with that email. But, yeah. uh, it was not funny. Armageddon is. Uh, it, it sucks out loud. It's the one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen in my life, and uh, since you like it, you're a jerk off. That's what I yeah. think of you. And. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't particularly like it. I just, you know, I just, uh, I just like busting your balls about it. Cause mm. I know how much you hate mm. it. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, sir. I gotta say what's so wrong with the movie other than the fact that 
it would make way more sense to train astronauts how to drill than <laughs> to train everything. drillers how to be astronauts. Other than that <laughs> tiny little flaw, yeah. Yeah. you know, the movie's I, I great. That's like that's like the biggest flaw with it is that, yeah. that it, it's the whole movie. Obvious to everyone, they should have done that. <laughs> the whole movie's the flaw. Yeah, yeah. 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 Michael yeah. Bay is the flaw. That is blue. Is that Bay? Is that Bay? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, he's he's fucking brutal. Book, I also wanted to talk to you about your actual five movies for the Doomsday Bunker. No Roadhouse, no Coming to America. I was so, so uh, you know, I love both of those movies, both Roadhouse and Coming to America. But um, I, I I went I I went along the same lines as as, as some of you guys were. I, I I went with the kind of the variety, you know, and those are. Well, Roadhouse isn't really a comedy, although there's some funny lines in it. But there's some hilarious lines yeah. in Roadhouse. I watched that again the other night. Book, it's lovely. So, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I went with some like I, I went with a, a deeper pick, you know, with, mm. with with Shawshank, which I I really like, and um, you know, I, I I got my comedy out of the way with Bad Words, which I find friggin' absolutely hilarious. Oh, Bad a, Words is is it's a such a dick. such a yeah, I have. I still haven't watched it. Oh, yet, it's but. so oh, good. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's twisted, dude. It is absolutely twisted, but it's it's great. And you gotta love Jason Bateman. Dude's a yeah. stud. Yeah. Mm. So um, so DP, I gotta ask. Did you did you bring the Booker Man on any for any specific reason other than to just fuck with me? Uh just to fuck with you. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. One hundred percent. It's like an yeah, episode think, uh, of. Uh, yeah, we, 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 we wanted to wish you a happy birthday. You know? It's like an episode of This Is Your Life going on. Here, yeah, that, that, that was the goal. So. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you bring the girl that broke my heart when I was in the fourth grade yeah. or something like that, you cunts. Yeah, sadly. Now guys. that you mention it, yeah. please <laughs> yeah. welcome to the show. <laughs> sadly, this is going to be cut short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I will, uh, I, I will freely admit that I, uh, I watched one of your, uh, one of the uh, movie recommendations. I forget who gave it to who the other day, but I watched the Green Room last night. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Marky pick for me. Yeah, that was, yeah. Um, that was a little left up. That's yeah, a good what think, man. That movie's brutal. It was good. It was good. So, so you guys have to clarify something for me on that movie, though. When they get there and their their first song in their set that they're playing at the the Nazi club. Mm-hmm. Was he just like was he just like railing against the Nazis? Was that like his plan? Yeah, get fucked, okay. Nazi scum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you notice the dude that actually was the the killer who killed the girl. Remember, he was like, "Hey, man, I dug your set." Like yeah, he actually yeah. liked them, even though. Yeah, I yeah. think. Uh, I yeah, I think that was part of it. I, I don't know if that was. I mean, I don't know if that was a song that they had, or he was just free no, balling, like- or. Yeah, but like when they're in the room, like before they go out, he's like, "Hey, I got an idea," and then yeah. they just go out and do that song. And I was like, "I don't know." If yeah, but they liked it. A smart idea. <laughs> yeah, no, but they were they the 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 crowd seemed into it. It was good. Yeah, they no, did, so yeah. now that's a, that's a good flick. Listen, DP, you hear that? People are listening to the podcast. Granted, the only person listening to the podcast, and they're listening <laughs> to us, and and then watching the movies. This is what it's all about. We're right. trying to get people to watch the best movies out there. This is yes. not the first time, too. I uh, I watched. What did I watch? I watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. A couple yeah. of weeks. <laughs> there nice. we go. Excellent. So the podcast is working. This was it is yeah, and, and, so on our one so, list. Great. Working. So, yeah. so just just in, in in honor of of it being your birthday, I I I am literally watching this movie right now. What's I can't that there. Oh, you're watching Garden State. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good, 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 Beautiful. Good, good. That a boy. It's a good movie. I watched it earlier. Oh man. Watch it again earlier. So. so yeah. 
So. What, uh, what, what, what is your uh, what is your topic of discussion tonight? Oh, Garden it, State. So it yeah, is oh, Garden, Garden State. State. <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, we're talking yeah. Garden oh, State. It's my birthday, so I'm gonna get a fucking 90 minute colonoscopy from these fucking guys <laughs> over Garden State. I can't wait. Thanks. Guys. I started watching it last night and I, I fell asleep. I didn't make it all the way through. Dude, so. I, that's I, that's in my notes. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good movie to put you to sleep. All right. Oh, no. All right. No, I, I tried watching it after Green Room, and I just didn't – I was just – I didn't make it through. You watched Green Room and then Garden Yeah, State. that was yes, kind of like going it. over a cliff, could, yeah. isn't it? I was going to say. I can see the letdown there. All right. Yeah. But no, this is uh, – I don't know. It's – it's. I, I'm, 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 to be honest, so far, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the point of this movie. But yeah. All right. It's early. It's early All right. Booker, man. Thanks, guys. You're on my side. I like it. All right. I, saw, I mean, it's okay. I mean, can we get this asshole out of here now, please? I'm, 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 I'm getting upset. So, but Booker, man, hey, thank you so much for joining us. For, yeah, no. You know, and, like uh, I said, you only turned 40 once. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right, so, bud. Well, I'm, uh, well, uh, I'm excited, well, happy, excited happy for dinner tomorrow night. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you at 545 tomorrow. That's right, when so old people eat dinner, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it was either that. It was either that. Now that you're 40, so. yeah, you I'd rather get, get it out of the way early. early so I, special, baby. That way I can get drunk before the UFC. Oh, we just lost the Booker man. Oh, there he is. Sorry. No, no, there we go. Yeah. No. Okay. All right, man. Awesome. Well, Thank hey, you, Booker good luck man. with the rest of the, tonight's show, and uh, I'll see you guys later. Thanks, bud. All right, talk later, to you, bud. See you, bud. All right, guys. See ya. All right. So as Pat was uh, just saying. The movie we're going to be breaking down tonight is Garden State. Now, uh, if you've listened closely to the show, you may have noticed there have been a few jokes about the movie Garden State. We've been busting Tim's balls for a long time about this. And it all started with from one of the things that actually started this whole podcast was us talking movies on our family FaceTime. And one night, Tim told us he had actually written out an entire top 100 movies list. And the adult children we are, one of the first questions we asked was, okay, what's number 69? Can I be specific? That, that was Marky that asked. Because yeah. he's so mature. <laughs> we were all thinking know. it. He right. just got it out first. Right. right. <laughs> so we all, and lo and behold, it was Garden State. And we decided to make fun of Tim constantly for that. Because mm. really, yeah. I, I mean, also... say what you want about Garden State. It, it's not, you know, it is what it is, but it's not a top 100 movie. No, but I can't Even remember. if you like it, it's not a top 100. Well, maybe it is. I Tim don't remember what is. movies he had before it, but there was, one of the reasons I busted his balls about it so hard was that, uh, you know, he was going, to, he started at 100 and he was going down the list. And I, for some reason, I feel like number 84, that number stands out to me. It was, maybe it's just a movie that I like. You know, then we jumped ahead and we're like, what's number 69? He said Garden State. And I was like, you have Garden State in front of number of, 84? Yeah. And I can't remember even what it was. But, you know, so ever since then, it's just been like, oh, Timmy loves Garden State. That's my favorite movie. <laughs> Let's be clear about this, though. There are some major omissions on the top 100 list. Oh, there certainly are. Yeah. I fixed those. I fixed those. You guys were saying that you brought them up, and then I, I added them in, and I knocked some others out. Mm -hmm. I fixed a lot of the, the mistakes. I, that, well, was I why, even... that was why I brought up the list that night, 
because I wanted some help from you cunts. But instead, you just acted like a bunch of D-bags. You're like, oh, put that fucking movie there. You're being dicks we about were, it. We told you how to like rearrange your list. I think you, yeah. you pushed Garden State back up. I did. It's in the 70s somewhere now. And you know what? <laughs> Sneak preview. Season two is going to be just the top 100 list. You're right. Just TW's yeah. top yeah. 100 list. Yeah, and I'll be... Ten at a t- ten at the time. Right, right. It's just going to be me because I'm going to fire all three of you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. So, but, uh, so lo and behold, I was thinking, well, you know, it's Tim's birthday. Let's all watch Garden State. Let's all break it down. And so this might be tough, but what, what, because it's his birthday, let's focus on the stuff we liked about Garden State. You know, we, we don't have to leave out the stuff we didn't like, but let's focus on the stuff we liked, you know? Watch Garden State with some rose-colored glasses, and let's talk about it. So, what do we do? Why don't we do a little synopsis first for people who don't know oh, Garden State? All right, you know what, Tim? It's your birthday. It's your okay. number. It's your top movie. Why don't you give us your synopsis of Garden State? Tell us. Sure. Uh, sure. Did you watch it, so it recently? I will. I will. Uh, I'll just tell you what the movie's about. I won't get into how I feel about it. I'll just tell you what it's about. And yes, Marky, I actually just watched it again today, just to refresh. I actually watched I, it a few weeks I did ago. It myself. But I, Watch it again today. I was off today. Um, so basically, uh, Zach Braff is the lead. He's also the writer and director. It's his uh, directorial debut. Um, he plays a struggling actor named Andrew Largeman, who he's more of a he's struggling actor. He's more of a kind of like a bit guy. He had a couple of small roles here and there in Hollywood. Um, he has to come home because his mom has passed away. Uh, and when he comes home to his small uh, town in New Jersey, Garden State, um, which I always find fascinating that it's called Garden State, New Jersey. We can get back to something from like a long time ago. Yeah, because that place reeks of shit. But uh, we we can get we can get back to that. That's neither here nor there. It's not movie related. But anyways, uh, he comes home for the funeral uh, and he rehashes um, some old relationships uh, with some old friends from high school. Um, He tries to uh, rehash some old issues he has with his dad, uh, and he actually falls in love with a uh, kind of a weirdo young lady uh, played by Natalie Portman, Um, and it's just basically him kind of it has a there's a lot going on about um a lot of the drugs he's been taking in his life the prescription medications that he's been on about depression and anxiety and things like that he's been very medicated and he leaves all that stuff in la um and uh and is home and he's off all the drugs and he's and he's just trying to kind of sort his shit out and that's kind of basically what the movie's about it's got a really um strong role played by peter skarsgård who i really really like just in general um you know it's just kind of a character study about this guy who's kind of on the brink because of how medicated he's been and how uh you know kind of regimented and, and crazy his life has been so that's basically it in a nutshell and um you know if you guys you know dp if you want to talk about the good things i'm sure that'll be a very short conversation from you fucking three but i will get into the good things i like after you guys do all right so and then you guys can you know castrate me afterwards all right how's that all right sounds good but actually you know what let's um actually let's kick it off with aj i uh, i'm very interested to hear aj's take on this movie just the good stuff did you watch it recently First, first and foremost, I, I I was not prepared for rose-colored glasses. Okay, anal- so take them an- off. Anal- analysis of this. 
I watched it a couple days ago. I'd never seen it before, truth be told. So I watched it. I, I'll give you. I'll give you a good. And you can say it. I'm gonna actually. It's your birthday, so I'll let you say it, T.W. Natalie Portman. Oh, she can get it. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Screw you, HR. So not, not, yeah. not only that, but I think she's a tremendous actress, and I think yeah. she did a good job in the film. She uh, she's a strange cat in this film. Mm-hmm. She plays this uh, uh, young lady who has these uh, ends up having these epileptic seizures. She's got a problem with epilepsy. She's got epilepsy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Is that the is that the issue yeah. she has? She's yeah, she has that's yeah, the, that's that's her illness, right? Okay. So but she's she's also this uh uh she lies a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. Well she's a pathological liar. That's another one of her issues, yeah. Yeah, she tells lots of lies and then kind of admits it, but she she meets the lead there. Uh what's the lead character's name? Andrew. Um Andrew, yes. right. Andrew and you already fucking say about that. Yeah, because I, I forgot most of the movie. Um, Sam, Sam is, is Portman's character's name, and they, they mm-hmm. meet each other because Andrew's having these headaches. Maybe from being, when he comes home, he's off the lithium was one of the things mm-hmm. he was on. And mm-hmm. um, he's off these drugs, and he's getting these flash headaches. He's like quick little um, lightning, whatever he calls them. And so he goes to see the doctor. He meets the, her in the waiting room. They strike up this friendship. They never knew each other. And, you know, I think she's good in it. I think one of the things that's obvious to me is you said it was Zach Braff's directorial debut. And I think it was pretty clear that it was. Because I think there's points in the movie where it just, I don't think the movie has the like, clear direction maybe. Dan, 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 Dan. I thought we were talking about good things right now. I thought we said good things. I thought we said good things. I thought that was a deal. I it's thought okay. we were in the trust. Tim, Tim, it's we okay. In, aren't we in the trust okay. tree in the nest? Ooh, no, we, we are. Right. Come, I'll hold you. All right. You're okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm pouring another drink. All right. That's fine. Sorry, AJ. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I just think there's, you know, mm. I, I, I'm not going to dissect the thing uh beginning to end but i just think there's some imbalance in the the direction of the the film i just i don't know i i think maybe that's the point of it he was kind of directionless the character in his mm-hmm. life so maybe that's the point of it mm. in some ways so and i did also like uh uh the friend there says so scars yeah peter I, yeah peter he's Sarsgaard. cool Sarsgaard yeah. or Sarsgaard? He's good at- it's a Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard, Sarsgaard is a, yeah. He's, he's a different yeah. family. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, so he was he he was good in it. And I just did, I think that the, the problem I had was like, sometimes I think it's trying to be a comedy. And sometimes I think it was trying to be a very, very serious drama. And I know that it can be both, but I just think it departed from them too starkly at times, if that makes any sense. Um, but I mean, I didn't like the movie very much, but maybe it's because of that. Maybe I wanted it to be a little more clear as the as far as the tone went. The tone seemed to be, you know, seemed to jump around a little bit. So I, I was, mm. I was unable to kind of stick with it at times. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's sort of my take. All right. Cool, Marky. 
How about you? So you watched this. Was it the first time you watched it this week, or uh, this had is the you second actually time. seen it before? Second, yeah, okay. the the first time I had watched it. Um, so this movie came out in two thousand four. I think I watched it uh, either that year or two thousand five. I remember watching it in a house. Um, and in a house. In a house, <laughs> like not in theaters. So that's funny to you, AJ. I don't know. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> um, watch it in a car in 05? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, hit I a watched, house. What movie? I watched it on a Nokia cell Happy phone Gilmore. in 2005. Um, no, but this, so this is the second time I'd seen it. And uh, I didn't really remember, remember much from it. Um, I, I just watched it today. And talking about the things. There's something about Mary. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Marky. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Like I, I can I just say real quick? I knew AJ was waiting for Marky to pause. <laughs> I was waiting. I, I was waiting for Marky to pause so Aunt, to hear Andy say something. <laughs> it was awesome. Sorry, Marky. Sorry, yeah, you're Marky. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even sorry. catch that. I was get that off our chest. I was lost sorry. in thought. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I watched it today, and the things I did like about it. Uh, like AJ said, Natalie Portman did really well. She, you know, was outstanding. Knocked the knocked it out of the park. The role that she had. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard also did really well as that uh, hometown friend of his. He plays like, you know, he he meets him since uh, Zach Braff, Andrew Largeman is home for this funeral. Peter Sarsgaard's character is a grave digger, so he first meets him like right there at the at the graveyard for his mom's uh burial and then right then he's like oh shit what's up largeman and like they you know kick or uh strike up the old friendly conversation he's like what are you doing tonight man let's go to a party and he's just kind of like this dirtbag friend that he used to have and he just is always up to like dirtbag shit and <laughs> my favorite part of the movie is when uh, what's the name of peter sarsgaard's character in that movie that he plays you guys remember yeah hold on i get it up right here i i, ju- I just watched it and i already fucking forget yeah, uh, uh mark 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 again there we go and he um, andrew and marky yeah he uh yeah <laughs> yeah andrew forgot so andrew the can't name remember of the character andrew, mark can't remember Shit. Mark. Right. wow so but my favorite part about the Useless. movie was when mark uh takes andrew on this like uh this wild goose chase through the town he's he's got like a, a going away present for him and that was that was a uh most fun for me he, he they go to this weird hotel well it's not it's not a weird hotel it's a hotel but they go into this weird area of the hotel where everyone's like peeking on the the guests and watching people fucking shit mm-hmm. and method man pops yeah. up as a character yeah, that was a great who scene. is fucking great yeah, yeah. He was, he he's was actually awesome. very good he was he was really good very yeah. natural yeah yeah um and then i like the idea of the uh that pit that they come across it's only very brief mm-hmm. and it i think it kind of like uh go you know obviously it plays in with the story of the movie of this like bottomless abyss that you know he ends up screaming into yeah but just the idea of like this uh this seemingly bottomless pit that just appeared in the forest is you know I'm, I'm a sci-fi fan just that idea of like someone across like this mysterious endless pit was kind of cool to me um so i enjoyed those parts um 
Zach Braff, he, he did okay. And I, I think he did good in the sense that he was obviously this uh, heavily medicated person. And in, in the beginning, he plays very uh, monotone and just kind of a muted person emotionally. And then as the drugs leave his system, he starts getting emotional about different things. He starts yelling and getting excited. He, you know, sheds a, a tear somewhere. He's actually mourns his mother later in the movie. When he first arrives at the funeral, he can't cry because he's still got all these medications, these drugs in his system. And so, I mean, the, the acting wasn't outstanding, but he, he did do a pretty good job in that role as showing this character that, uh, actually gets his emotions back. Um, Marky, real quick too, like yeah. about that when he's uh, one of the things I actually really liked was when he was um, when he was still in uh, L.A. Uh-huh. Um, there's you know obviously the movie opens where he, he you know he thinks he's on a plane that's crashing because he's you know he's depressed and it's horrible but um, but then he he's dreaming and then he he, yeah. he wakes up. If you notice, he looks like he's in his bedroom, but it looks like a completely and utterly sterile room. The Absolutely. whole room is white. He's wearing white. It's kind of like illustrating that there's just no color or substance in his life. It's just yeah. a shade of fucking, of just uh, of just nothingness. And it's just mm-hmm. there, he has, and it's hopelessness too. I think that's one of the themes in the movie is when you're on these type of uh, medications. It's just it's just hopeless. You just yeah. it's not even hopeless. It's like you just don't give a fuck. And, and that's, that's kind yeah. of what it was. Yeah. And that dream that he, you're right. That dream that opens up the movie. It's uh, a sequence of a plane crashing. Mm-hmm. the view from the inside of the plane and everyone's freaking out and Zach Braff is just sitting there without any emotion on his face. Yeah. And then he just turns the air on above him, you know, to yeah. get, get some cool air. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the, one of the best parts about the movie and the thing that I remembered about the movie that I had seen before the first time years and years ago was the soundtrack. So mm-hmm. it's got some great songs um, from the shins and I think the, the postal service. Um, it won a Grammy, the soundtrack okay yeah so and when we get into talking shit about this movie i'm going to bring that back up oh that wasn't it okay that's great Um, no 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 but no those those are the things i liked about the movie um i'm trying to think if i've uh left anything else out about like you know i think uh like i said peter sarsgaard natalie portman did excellent um the guy that played his father is the same dude that played uh bilbo baggins and uh lord of the rings yeah he's an alien too that's right. Yeah, he was the android, the first alien from our yeah. movie. And uh, I will say also, uh, when it comes to Zach Braff, he's also he does the show Scrubs. I, I haven't watched a ton of it. I've watched some of it. Uh, soundtrack on Scrubs is also fucking awesome. So he tends to have uh, pretty good movie. T- uh, I'm sorry, music taste. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I like that about it too. Um, so those were the things that uh, I can I can say that I liked about the movie. All right. And DP, do you, that, do you, it might actually do, sound like I like it. DP, do you, do you actually want to say anything you liked about the movie? I do, actually, quite a bit. So, um, But real quick, Marky, did Samantha watch the movie with you? She did, yes. Can you ask her if she remembers what Natalie Portman's character's name was? She actually yeah. pointed that out. <laughs> She's like, oh, so it's got my name. Andrew, yeah. Mark, and Sam, yeah. yet yeah. no one remembers character's yeah. names. Yeah, so, there's another funny. there's another uh, theme from that movie is that like dudes who are named Andrew and Mark are have like are like in mm-hmm. love with each other like these two are, 
<laughs> on the podcast. So oh. it's the same in the movie. I mean, yeah. I've got another uh, thing that I liked about the movie. Okay. Um, the the awkward. There's uh, a handful of scenes in the movie that is like just that very uh, dry, awkward humor that I thought worked well. Like mm-hmm. the scene where the kids wearing the uh, medieval times night armor. <laughs> yeah. Was They're great. Jim Parsons. Yeah. 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 From right. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And then like the, you know, little stupid things like he's in the psychiatrist's office or the doctor's office and he's looking up his wall of all his diplomas <laughs> and it keeps scrolling up. And then like, there's you see like, ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Ceiling. you run out of room. <laughs> yeah. That actually, that therapist is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He was he good was too. Good. Yeah. You're right. So, um, I'll say there actually is kind of quite a bit I liked about it. Um, again, like they said, Natalie Portman, I I also love that she played so against type. You know, she usually doesn't play like kind of the flighty, goofy type. So <clears throat> I loved her playing against type. And um, I don't know, like with Zach Braff, I got this very... Uh, I don't know, Kevin Smith, Clerks era vibe about the movie. Like this young filmmaker that just kind of had something to say about his life and, or about life, I should say. You know, had something to say and just wanted to say it. Um, to the point I even think they kind of, maybe it was just because I was thinking Kevin Smith, but I almost feel like they gave him a bit of a shout out with that abyss scene there where they're like, oh yeah, they want to build a mall here. People around here love malls. So I do wonder if that was a bit of a, you know, Kevin Smith shout out with the whole, you know, set in New Jersey. And it really is this story of, you know, life in your Mm twenties. And I do feel like had I seen this movie in my twenties, I might've related to it a lot more and appreciated it even more. <clears throat> but I, like I said, I, I do kind of get it. I, I, I remember what it was like when you're, you know, early twenties and you kind of don't know what you're doing with your life. You think you know what you're doing, but you don't really. And you kind of go back to old friends and see where they're at. And like, I thought it was a very, you know, kind of fun story about that time of life. So I I appreciated that a lot. And I do think, uh, I, I think he tried a little hard with the imagery though. Um, like some of the shots, is, you know, like one that stands out to me was when Natalie Portman was sitting on the stairs and he was going up the escalator. Like, I get what he was going for, but I get what he was going for because he kind of hammered us over the head with it. So, but at the same time, he was like a 20 something year old filmmaker doing this. So I get it and I appreciate it. And I, I think it was actually a pretty damn good movie. Oh, I, I enjoyed right. it. Like, like I said, it's, it's got its faults, but when you look at it, like, you know, this is this 20 or something year old kid making a movie it's pretty fucking impressive i think it's it's an enjoyable movie yeah i think there's enjoyable things about it Mm -hmm. all right and and there's some things like and maybe it's because we live where we live but the setting like the suburbs of new jersey look exactly 
like the suburbs in Massachusetts. Yeah. Like where yeah. we grew up is exactly those fucking neighborhoods he was driving around in in New Jersey. Like it's the exact same like feel, you know, like her backyard with the above ground pool with the cover over it covered in leaves. Like I swear I've been in a backyard that looks exactly like that in my life, you know? But TP to speak about like the, the, the what you're saying about like being that age. Now, granted this movie came out in 2004. I probably didn't see it till like 2007 or 2008, which would make me like 27, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. But if you notice ev- almost every character in that movie, that's in that age range, Every none of them have any fucking idea what they're doing. Even the right. kid that's like the millionaire over the the Velcro that doesn't make any noise. That yeah, the guy, silent Velcro. He's still so like cool. he doesn't even know how I to fucking know what happen. I'm doing. Like, yeah. yeah, and like uh, remember he gets pulled over by the guy that's the cop. He's like, last time I saw you, you're doing coke off a urinal, you know. And, <laughs> and he was like, you're a cop, and he's like, well, what else was I supposed to do? Yeah, like no, I I I think since I did see it at that age, mm-hmm. um, I I think I think that's why I related to it um, a, a lot more. And um, everybody, you got, you know, Mark who plays, you know, he's a grave digger and, you know, and, and uh, even like, uh, right, Jim Parsons, he, he's a knight at medieval times. Yeah. Like none of them have got their but shit But he feels like he's out. moving up in the world right, because yeah, now he's yeah, jousting. Yeah, yeah right. Because, like, yeah, yeah, he was working in the stables for the first year. You know? Yeah, those mid-20s are a fucked up time. Yeah, you know, really? like yeah, yeah. you think you know where you're going, but you really don't. Not so. I think he depicted that really well. Mm. And like I said, I can think back to that time and remember it being like that. But I really feel like if I watched it at that time, or even like a couple of years after that time, I would have appreciated it even more. So, yeah, I could see that. You know, and uh, like Timmy was saying, like the age that he was when he watched it, I think, you know, I would have been like uh, 18 when I watched it and at that age you're in like a kind of like a different headspace where you think that you're gonna do everything awesome in the world and nothing's gonna stop you so I'm watching this movie and I'm like what a bunch of fucking losers get their shit together <laughs> you know little would I've known you know seven years later I've been like god damn what the fuck am I gonna do with my life so yeah it's it's it, it is kind of you know and then also watching it now at the age that I am looking back on it, I can appreciate the age. And I didn't realize that uh, Zach Braff was that old when he made the movie. That is actually more impressive to me because I, I thought it was kind of cheesy um, when he says, you know, he's like 26 or something like, I'm like, you know, he's fucking 36, you know, I, I don't, but I guess maybe he was like 29 or something when he actually had made that movie when he acted in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's, yeah. it is a, uh, in that sense, it's, you know, a good story about, like, you know, a person of that age just kind of drifting through life. Yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of people hit that time in life. Like, some people are lucky enough that, you know, like, they go to college and right out of college, they're in their chosen profession and they work that job for their lives and, you know, are happy. And then there's also a lot of people that still haven't fucking found themselves in their oh, yeah, 20s. Sure. That's a lot of people. And they look at those other people that have just graduated and moving on and you feel a bit fucking lost. And it's, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a weird time in your life. So, um, like Kevin Smith, uh, I know, 
I bring him up too much, but I've heard him talk about this a lot, how, uh, you know, like when he made Clerks, it was, you know, this is how I felt in my 20s. And then you look at like Clerks 2, and that was how he felt in his 30s. And now the movies he makes are way different than those, you know, and each one is kind of, you know, a progression of as you get older. And like I said, I watched Garden State for the first time when I was in my very early 40s. Um, but I, I can appreciate that that time of life. And I think it was... Uh, yeah. I think he did a really good job. I, I, I enjoyed... I enjoyed Garden State. I thought you would, actually. I actually I had a feeling if anybody was going to have my fucking back tonight, it was going to be you. I didn't want to. going on underneath me here. Do, do we want to go ahead and get into uh, the things that we don't like about the movie? Can I go yeah, ahead we, can, we, we can do all yeah, that. Because then, in. because then at the end, what I will do is I will give you all a rebuttal. Sure. Ooh, I, will do the, I like that. Thing. Because I, I, I'm not going to sit here and get into all the things I like about the movie right now. Because uh, I, I, I'll let you guys get the fucking let out. Sure. And then I will rebut what you have to say. All right, sounds good. So let's get into what we don't like. So let's start with AJ. AJ, let, let's get the let out. I already so, thought I did. <laughs> you definitely have more. pretty soft. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, more. maybe you should drop the gloves then. <laughs> uh, so, Soft comments for a soft movie, right? All right. Mm. All right. Mark, yeah, how kidding, about you? I'm you kidding, want... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, unsubscribe. Kidding. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just I don't know. I I I maybe that's just not the kind of movie I like. I it didn't have subtitles. Like that's the, that's the, the biggest problem. It's not right? black and white, didn't have <laughs> subtitles. It was black and white and with subtitles, yeah. you'd love it. Yeah, it wasn't an indie. <laughs> this guy's talking about indie, Kevin Smith it? over here. What what color was Clerks? <laughs> this in? guy gave me a Mac for Christ's sakes. What movie? Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Look, look, I, 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 I think the movie at times was trying to be funny, and I recognized that I was trying to be funny, but I didn't have that normal reaction to something trying to be funny where you laugh. <laughs> so I wasn't really laughing at the parts that were supposed to be funny. And that's, it's just a base level. I'm not going to try to, you know. I didn't have that normal reaction. Talk intelligently about it. Yeah. Right. I didn't have that base reaction to yeah. an attempt at humor. It's where you laugh. So, and I didn't think parts were funny. That was supposed to be funny. And I get like, I get the, what they were trying to do. And I understand I, I understand the attempt, you know. Yeah. I just what didn't find the the humorous parts humorous. I loved Natalie Portman though. I thought she resonated. Her character well, when, was. When cool. is she not? I done thought well, she. Though. I thought she was. I thought she was interesting. And I agree with T, DP about going against type. That's not normally a Portman kind of character. Yeah, but not at all. I thought. I think she. I think she can do anything. I just think she's so great. And I thought her yeah. character was the one that I that I liked the so, most. So so hold on, you you like she felt the most real. To you me. hated the movie, yet you have not been able to explain exactly why you hate the movie. I didn't find the parts that were supposed to be funny funny. That's it. That's all you got. That that's part of it. Okay. What else? Um, <laughs> T.W. I didn't think the gloves. I didn't, it's fine. I didn't think Zach Braff's character was particularly interesting. Okay. 
Um, it, but I will say once you kind of realize, oh, he he accidentally paralyzes. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, pretty I thought rough. That and, was like yeah, and, that and, and the and the backstory of how the, you know that. I bet you the father was basically what was his his psychiatrist, right? Yeah. I mean, he's just so he was the one medicating him, right? Yeah. And then they send him off to boarding school and all this, and you know, so I, so I get the uh, the torment or what have you of the character. I just I just wasn't feeling that with him. You know, I just, yeah. I know, I know what I was told. <laughs> I just didn't think right, but don't, don't you think that's part that. of the point? This is a guy that's getting off these, these meds that he's been on since he's been nine years old. Sure. And by the way, if he's on them since he was nine years old, I don't know a lot about these medications, mm. but can you just go cold turkey with a full right. medicine cabinet? Well that's, like why he was getting, well, that's why he was getting the headaches. But is that all you would get? Is just no, these no. You you can go. You can go absolutely insane. Absolutely right. Right. Wouldn't some? I mean, I don't know. They just kind of made it sound like, hey, could just he just left the medicine at home and just you know, I don't know. I, I just you're right. You're right. So that sort of vacant emptiness, the white sterile room, mm. and then as he started to be less drugged out, you know, he was supposed to have you know the feelings were supposed to come out right. mm-hmm. a little bit more. Or start to. I did think it was I, a I don't, very. I don't know. I just, I just didn't, I didn't see the transformation quite as much. Yeah. As I, you I thought. I thought it was a very cute scene when, uh, you know, Sam Natalie Portman there was holding the cup up to his eye, like, "Oh, look, you almost got a tear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me yeah. catch it." Like, yeah. But yeah, like, I, I thought there, the the development of their relationship was very kind of sweet and enjoyable so, so aj just just just, uh, just to me that was portman though to me that she was kind of the one that oh yeah that so drove it, that AJ, just just so i have this straight just so i have this straight the things you don't like about the movie are the things you like okay all right all right no, no, that's no, 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 that makes <laughs> makes sense that makes sense how, so, you did, how, so you did like what it. i said so you did is like that what i, is that you what I said no, you like the movie at all no is that what i said kind of I don't think that's what I said. I mean, I literally, you literally said you didn't find Zach Braff interesting. And I said, well, that's because that's kind of what his character is supposed to be. And you went, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So you like the movie. No. I, <laughs> if that's what it was supposed to be, then that does, that's not the kind of the, movie I want to watch. Yeah, that I was the watch. wrong tact to take. Yeah, that's not the kind of movie I want to see then. But uh, real quick, did anyone else like notice and kind of appreciate that we had. Uh, an actor from Alien and an actor from Annihilation from our sci-fi horror. Yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of that's kind of badass, bro. I thought about that a lot while I was watching the movie. <laughs> as, I noticed it, but I didn't really make that uh, correlation. Yeah, because we talked about both. Well, the there movies. are apparently not a lot of correlations you made, but I mean, <laughs> no. well, may, maybe maybe if because to your point, you said like he had something to TP. Was the DP that was saying? You know, this younger director, have writer having something to say about mm-hmm. that sort of age or whatever mm-hmm. in that time in your life. Right. Maybe if he went ahead and wrote and directed it, but cast somebody else to star in it, maybe it would have come off better. I don't know. I didn't I think his see, performance I, was what? that good. Yeah, I can see that, actually. I get what you're saying there. Uh, I mean, that makes I will, sense, yeah. I mean, I, I will say the majority of, of people who have uh, either... Um, when they're whether they're professionals or uh, just the audience, 
uh, happened to disagree with you guys because on uh, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, it did extremely well. It also did um, shockingly well in the box office because yeah, it was only that. a two and a half um, a two and a half million dollar budget, yet it did about I think thirty six or thirty eight uh, million dollars. Um, wow. So where did, did well. two and a half maybe million that, dollars maybe, go maybe, to? I think well, we're talking we're talking uh, critics eighty six percent audience. We're talking audience score three hundred and thirty thousand people gave it eighty eight percent. So you guys are in the minority. How many times did you watch it, like it. on Rotten Tomatoes? No, I'm, I'm not talking about you, DP. All right, okay. you, you know that. And let, and, don't, and don't get me wrong, because I, I I know what you're doing, DP, and I know what you've been doing all week. <laughs> All right, you're sitting back and laughing like this is all good. You have been trying to get my hackles up for a week now. And you knew I was going to come into this thing pissed off. <laughs> and now you're sitting back like, yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. You have orchestrated. Make sure a great podcast, baby. This is, you have orchestrated this whole thing. This is, this is not my fault. I don't no, have DP to like, is like <laughs> DP is like a composer. He's like a composer with the orchestra right now. He's dangling us like fucking puppets. And mm-hmm. we're just playing right into it. All right. But AJ, the thing is, everything you've said, basically, you've, you've complimented the movie. So I actually think you do like it, is, is my point. <laughs> no, I didn't. I like Natalie Portman. There's another like. Yep. I like Natalie Portman. I did not like Braff's performance. I have to say that. I could not get behind him at all in this film. Um, I, I don't know. I, I thought some of the relationships he had with the, you know, with the people he came back to that he knew from his childhood where those relationships kind of fell flat for me in some ways, but they didn't build those really. They built more the, well, they built the one with Peter Sarsgaard. I thought pretty well. I mean, I thought the twist at the end and that piece that they tracked down was really, really touching. I thought that was, I thought that was nice. I thought that was, uh, and I thought that was actually really cool. Like them tracking through all the way to that, that listen, I'll admit the fucking open, ended quarry that they were in front of was a little on the fucking nose right like, yeah okay, screaming into literally that's, that's probably screaming that's probably, into the bit of this get it right and, well well that's probably what the, the, the probably but it also but it also um you're right that might have had a lot to do with a, a first-time director who's you know was getting a little too literal for his own good i will give right? you that but yeah. that scene i think is really really awesome and then i like those two people that they meet in that fucking boat and I right. thought it was, I thought it was really not, the pouring rain and he's talking about, you know, uh, Noah's Ark. And I don't know. I thought, I thought um, what that guy said when they were in that boat really hit home, not only for like the, the for, for the three actors, for the three characters that were there, but for me too, that was kind of the moment in the movie where I was like, ah, oh, all right, this is kind of what it's about. You know, this is, you got this guy who's been overly medicated. This guy had these huge aspirations of being an actor in Hollywood. He's got all this shit. And then he finally realized it, it's more just about, finding the people you love and, and having a great family and, and being happy that way. And had nothing to do with that other shit. That's what I got from it. And yeah, a hundred percent. But Marky, I know you just, you're over there. Like I, I sharpening his claws. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> on file. one claw. The, yeah. The other hand is I, I actually couldn't see it for a little while. So I was wondering what we was doing with it. But Touching myself. You went right over how badly you're going to roast this movie. So go ahead. I, I'll <laughs> And I'll school you as well. But so go ahead. Well, and as well, this AJ. This AJ. To, to be fair, <laughs> you know, I don't think it's a terrible movie. Um, you know, maybe it's a little bit better than I originally uh, thought it was all those years ago that I watched it. But I don't think it's a good movie either. 
And well, when, when we started a little bit ago talking about the things that we did like about the movie, when I got done talking about the, the things I liked about the movie, I was then trying to remember what I disliked about it because and you I had those at the top of my head. And then once right. I talked about what I liked, then I was like, wait, what, what didn't I like? So I had to kind of like go back and remember because there were some scenes in that movie that I really liked. And, but when kind of digging back into my uh, original dislike for it, I think that what saves that movie is the soundtrack. Like the soundtrack makes you forget a lot of the, the faults, the flaws, the pitfalls in the movie and just the story as a whole. And I guess he was going for this, but the whole story and the morals and everything behind it are so on the nose and it's so on the nose that I guess you could say that it's, it's supposed to be that fucking direct, but I really enjoyed the scene. Like I said, where they're, they're going around town with uh, his gravedigger friend, Mark, and they're trying to track down. It ends up being this piece of jewelry that his friend stole from Zach Braff's dead mom. And I guess he didn't know like it was Zach Braff or he's coming back for it because this dude's just been stealing jewelry off of these uh, people that he's burying. So he spends the time to like go back and get it. So well, Mark, it Mark, just, you, Mark, you real, uh, real quick about sure. that. If you actually remember mm-hmm. when Mark and that other dude are sitting there towards the beginning of the movie and they're um, at, at, the, at the cemetery, they uh-huh. see a large come over and they're like, oh, hey, shit, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, that's my mom over there you know ah. and the two of them were like you could tell they were like fuck oh okay they'd they already ripped piece. her off yeah gotcha. or they were yeah, planning yeah. Or, yeah right so okay well that so, makes more sense yeah yeah um, and can i say i i actually kind of I, I i appreciated that i i think the fact that they made mark be like kind of a piece of shit for he is, yeah he's a, he is stealing a shit, stuff from people like that but yet they showed him in this light of being like a really kind of good guy. That's like going out of his way to get this I back guess. for his friend. But so they're showing him as this great guy, but he's like a piece of shit for stealing it in the first place. No, he's place. a piece of shit, but he's also like, you can tell he's good at his heart. Right. And I that's suppose. what I liked. And he, even that other scene where like he, uh, fake returns the knives to get like 40 yeah. bucks from the place <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, yeah. he's like i don't take anything from anybody so like he did a shitty thing but it was like for a good reason right. and i liked how they kept showing that aspect of him as like a shitty person but kind of for good reasons and i think that was i the... i appreciated that i really did i don't i don't really agree with that though because i think the only good thing that the character Mark did in that movie was track down that piece of jewelry that he stole off his dead mother and hawked. And mm-hmm. then he got it back. But everything he did to get that piece of jewelry back was just a bunch more of piece of shit behavior and illegal. Oh, he's a flawed stuff. character. He's a flawed right. character by far. I mean, clearly, but it, I mean, he was also uh, a good friend in the fact that like immediately after he met him, he was inviting him places and, Mm-hmm. Um, they, and, and was wanted to include him in in all these different things they were doing, and even there, there was this really nice kind of nice scene where um, Zach Braff and Natalie Portman are drinking at a bar, and then you know he randomly shows up. Remember he walks in, he's like vagina, 
He's yeah. like, he's like, I don't know why I just said vagina. I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, it's okay. He's like, all right, let's get fucked up. And then they end up like, <laughs> he's just, he's just a good. He seems like a, like a good dude, but but deeply flawed at the same time. Yeah, like really kind of exactly. scumbag kind of guy, but with a really really good heart. That's what I like. Yeah. I, that's why. And and he's such a good actor. I don't know if you ever. Seen, there's a movie. I'm sorry, I'm getting off kilter a little bit, but no, there's a movie it. he's in called In Education. It's him and uh, I believe Carrie Mulligan. Um, it's really, really good. It was Academy Award nominated. He's outstanding in it. I mean, he he's a very, very talented guy. I, I, I yeah, I wish he would, I wish he'd get a little more. He's been in some random shit. Yes, he was. I, you know what I remember him from, and it wasn't that good of a movie um, that I, I I remember. But the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jamie Fox, um, Jarhead movie. He played. Oh, yeah, yeah, I liked that movie actually. He, I, well, I guess you know it wasn't like a a bad movie either. But I had different uh, going into that movie. I thought it was going to be more of a war action movie, and it just wasn't that. Um, you know, it was more about the story of these guys, these soldiers sitting idly by during Desert Storm that didn't have shit to do. And Peter Sarsgaard plays the spotter of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character as like a sniper. And at the end of the movie, Sarsgaard ends up breaking down and like losing his shit because they just want to kill this one guy. They're just like, let us get kill this guy. And he, it's very emotional in the sense like it's just a, sh- a soldier just completely breaking down. I know we've gotten way off topic now, but yeah, to see the acting chop it, the acting chops on Peter Sarsgaard. I'm, at, and that I'm actually going to go, a, I'm actually going to go a step further in uh-huh. he's in a fucking terrible movie that Jodie Foster's in where her daughter gets kidnapped on an airplane. Do, do you remember that one guys? It, it's fucking weird. Oh, he's, the he's the, he's it. the bad guy in it mm-hmm. uh, because he plays like an air marshal, but he's really like, he's, huh. he's, he's a criminal at the same time. I forget huh. the name of it. Um, but he is terrifying in that movie. Everybody, flight plan. Flight plan. Yeah. The rest of the movie absolutely hmm. gargles balls. But he is so – he's actually very, very good at it. He's, he's a – You want to – okay. So him being like pretty – like good in a movie that gargles balls. Mm. <laughs> he was also the bad guy in Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, he was, damn. Uh, oh. Hector Hammond. Is that, is that his name? I don't know, yeah. man. Everyone <laughs> forgot that movie. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, – I wanted to love that movie. But, yeah. But there were a couple good moments, and like he was actually good as one of the bad guys in it. Right. So he is really good. Yeah. Um, but going back to Garden State, yeah. And Sorry, long tail. No, you're, no, you're good. Good, good. Sorry. Yeah. Um, one thing we we're talking about the scene earlier. I'm talking about the things I don't like. Um, I noticed. I think a, a scene, little continuity error, um, when Natalie Portman and Zach Braff are sitting in that bathtub, and she like brings the cup up to his face mm-hmm. you, one of you guys said that like i was like touching or was... a cute scene so but right before that there maybe i missed something i didn't hear it but they get dropped off in front of one of their houses and then immediately after that they're sitting in a, a bathtub in the mansion that they, they just appeared there so no it, i actually think they were in the bathtub in his dad's house Oh, was yeah, it? It was his dad's house. Yeah, because they his, end up. I guess his dad's got the, a pretty baller house too. Yeah, he's a doctor. Yeah, that was they, the, yeah. the tub his mother drowned in. And then, yeah, oh, shit. And then they yeah. they end up together in bed afterwards. Okay. And then, yeah, well, yeah. I guess, uh, just go fuck myself then, right? Right. <laughs> so, again, basically the things you don't like about the movie you <laughs> okay. actually liked. I guess yeah, I'll just go fuck myself. What movie? Deep 
Come on. You know, <laughs> forgetting Sarah Marshall. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I told you like my favorite scene of the movie was when they meet method man and that kind of that little trip they do with the piece of shit, not a good friend, Mark around town. No, he's a great guy. I love him. <laughs> no. But other than that, a good 80% of the movie, I just was, I, I almost had a hard time just paying attention. I, you know, I, I intentionally was just staying focused on the movie, but at the same time, I was just like, this is boring. I'm trying to, you know, just stay interested. And it was, I just feel like it had a lot of filler scenes and sure they all meant something, but it just, it was just boring. And then it would get saved by a good song and it would go into a slow-mo, like overly artistic direction by Zach Braff. Um, and, you know, or like a, a speedy shot, like, you know, in the, uh, when he's on the airplane and in the end of the movie, when he's about to leave Natalie Portman, obviously he's not going to leave her. It's, it's so obvious he's going to stay there with her. Um, and Sam and I were talking, the movie would have been great if it just ended with them all throwing themselves off of that, off of that uh, piece of machinery. Into I thought the that was kind of, I actually kind of thought that was going to happen. Like, that would have been I, I had great. that for a moment. Um, and Marky, I will concede, I will concede the ending is super fucking cheesy. I, I, I will yeah. give you that. Um, I wish it ended differently. Uh, and I will also concede that there are absolutely amateurish directing scenes from a rookie director. Well, you know, I didn't know that. It, I honestly didn't know that he directed it. I thought, I'm pretty sure I knew that he wrote it. I didn't know he directed it. And yeah. I, I can, I can forgive a lot of the faults now. Like it's, I, like I said, like I was talking, I had a lot of shit to say about this movie, but now that I kind of uh, are talking to you guys about it, I feel like I don't hate it as much, to be honest. Right, just like AJ, because everything AJ said, he actually liked the movie, and then um, <laughs> just don't care for it. I don't hate it. I, I I'm ambivalent. Is that the right word? Uh, indifferent. Indifferent. I, th- I think no? they're synonyms. Are they the same thing? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, uh, then okay. e- either okay, so. or both. <laughs> yeah. Don't AJ. <laughs> don't AJ. Don't. <laughs> Don't. All right. Um, okay, DP, do you want <laughs> clue? Uh, DP, do you want to say anything you did not like about the movie? Um, like I said, the one thing I didn't like, I also, like I said, I chalk up to it being a young director. I did think he tried to be overly artistic. Sure. You know, like sometimes keeping it simple makes it better. And I think some of the scenes were a bit overdone. Like the, uh, you know, when he takes the ecstasy at the party and they do kind of that whole stop motion stuff of people on the couch next to him. And there's this whole scene of, you know, it, it was a bit much. It was unnecessary. Like, I think the story itself was good enough that he didn't have to try so hard, you know? Okay. But again, I, but you chalk that up. That's like a young dude directing his first movie, and so I can, I can really appreciate that. So, um, not ambivalent, definitely indifferent. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. 
Okay. That's fine. You can be indifferent. That's fine. Um, let me say a couple things. Okay. Yes. Um, first off, I just want to let you know, um, just about 10 minutes ago, I got a text from the Booker man that says, okay, Garden State definitely got better as the movie went on. Yes, it did. Okay. And then he says, yeah, honestly, better than they expected after the first 10 or 15 minutes. He's saying already he thinks it's at least three and a half stars. So the Booker man is on board with the Garden State. Okay. And I'm not saying that means anything because, you know, he must have just gone the scene with Method Man. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't, Method Man was great. That, that, that's a really, a really great. Really yeah, I loved movie. Method Man. He was awesome. He was really, really great. Um, so what I did like about the movie, um, <clears throat> definitely the, the this idea about the 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 being a heavily medicated person, because as you guys know, I, I've been through bouts of that in my life where I was I've been heavily medicated, and I know what it's like to come off of them. And to I think it was to AJ's point, yeah, it's not as actually as seamless as um, Zach Braff's character made it kind of look when you, when you're on lithium for that fucking long, just to leave it in LA and go off of it. He honestly probably would have been hospitalized. I mean, to be honest, but um, I know the feeling, I know what it's like to feel muted all the time to feel like um, uh, an amazing or thing could happen to you or something that would get you sad or something to get you angry or something, get you excited. Doesn't feel that way. It's just, uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost like when you're loaded up on those drugs, it's almost like you start your day after you just got off the most exciting roller coaster you've ever been on in your entire life that nothing else anybody throws at you all day means anything. You're just like, oh, it's that. So I, I get that. And I think that was the point at the beginning of the movie with that like sterile room. That's who he was. He was a blank fucking slate. You know, there was nothing to work off of. And that all mm-hmm. changed when he left and, and, and came home and he, and he met these really enriching characters. Um, I really liked, you know, obviously I thought Natalie Portman was great. Um, I thought Peter Sarsgaard was great. I thought, you know, Zach Braff, I, I'm, I'm never going to sit here and say he's an amazing actor. I think he's a talented guy in general. I don't think he's an amazing actor. Um, it was definitely an understated performance. Um, but I don't know. It was a movie, like I said, I saw during a time you should see that movie if you're going to like it. And I really enjoyed it. I think it's an enjoyable movie to sit through. I think there's some really great scenes. Um, I'm not going to lie. That scene where he tells the story about what really happened to his mom. Um, yeah. That rips my heart out every time I yeah, see that was it. Fucking it was so fucking sad. I think Just his acting there was fucking impeccable. Too. Really, really good. Yeah, right? he He's good in that there. moment. I'll, I'll give him that. He's absolutely great in that moment. Um, and I just... And you think about it, like, you know, something like that happens to you when you're a nine-year-old kid. Like, that is just horrific. For a movie that's kind of fun and lighthearted, to throw that fucking dagger in at that point, I thought really gave the movie a lot of substance. Um, So I like that. I do like the conversation he has with his dad at the end. I think it's really touching um, because his dad is kind of a manipulator kind of um uh headstrong guy never wanted to admit that he was the one who had been medicating him since he was nine years old and they kind of came to a almost to a moment there and i I thought that i thought that was nice too i thought it was a nicely told story um i love some of the scenery in it i love like the pouring rain when they're going to that place Uh, i don't know it's a movie like we, we talk about this a lot if you're flipping through the channels and this movie pops on, it is a movie that I will watch to its completion every single time. I don't know. It just makes me feel good. I like it. I think it's a movie of hope. 
Um, and I think it's a movie that can make you feel good at the end. I think it's one of those ones that wraps up very nicely with a nice bow. And I think it's, I think it's good. Listen, after all this shit, will I take into consideration that maybe I need to remove it from my top 100? Fine. I will give you guys that. Maybe I will. Also, I did a lot of research into it too. It is extremely polarizing. Like I found some, uh, like, you know, when you do like a, a dive, a deep dive into like uh, movie blogs, there are people like, like AJ and Marky that, I mean, no, not even like you guys. I'm talking people that fucking despise this movie. Yeah, I don't they think it. it's horrible. They're like, they are just, they can't stand this like millennial kind of like fucking pussy acting thinking you know like this, this whole it was it was a little whiny the movie was a little whiny i would give it that but uh there are a lot of people that fucking despise this movie um and then i found out too that um zach braff had done like a, a kickstarter campaign to do a um a sequel and he got like two million dollars and that pissed people off too to the <laughs> point where he just never did it because it got so many people mad. What do you do with the money at that point? I, I don't know. I don't know how Kickstarter. Have you ever been on Kickstarter? Probably gave it back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You get your money uh, back if it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but I, but I kind of get it. I feel like um, it's a bit of a story of the black sheep. So if you're yeah. not the black sheep of your family, you're not. Oh, here we go. Get it. Here you know? we go, AJ. Here we go. Here we and, go. It's a matter no, of time. No, nothing else there. I'm just saying, <laughs> I think he's an only child. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, is he? Did they they never yeah. showed if he had any brothers? No, DP just couldn't help it. He just couldn't help take a no, shot. No, but like I, I think it's that take a feeling shot down the field of being uh, ostracized from your family. And Here I we can go. see how people don't <laughs> feel that way. They wouldn't appreciate the movie. And he had, we go. Oh, AJ, I'm Here sorry if our parents never hated you as much as they hated me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't the perfect child like you. It's an understatement. But anyways, listen. <laughs> let's not let's not let's not do that. But anyways. Uh, I, <laughs> let's not have a cathartic moment on the, the podcast, please. But yeah, that's um, not what this is for. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, clearly. Um, but listen, I, Go I just, see a therapist, right? But, but, but for me, for me, I just, um, I don't know, maybe it's just cause I can relate to a lot of the themes in the movie. And it, at the same that's time, that's the point I was trying to make. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. I, I just, there was, I don't know. I, I just, there were so many things where I went, ah, oh, I get that. Yeah. I can see that. You know, yeah, the, it's hokey, Marky. I'll give you that. It's fucking hokey at times. It's well, the hokey more I spots. talk about it though, like the, the more I talk about it and the more I talk about it with you guys, honestly like the kind of the like i said i don't hate the movie i just don't think it's a good movie but the more i talk about it with you guys the the more i even kind of like it um the things that i don't like about it i can kind of see being less of an issue is aj shaking his head yeah but it it is like the the whole middle act of the movie is just so stale and there's nothing going on um, it's you not can't go be... with that. Go with that. Go with no, that. Mark, That's, you, how, no, you Mark, yeah, That's how you feel. I'll concede that. Like the part where he goes back to Natalie Portman's house after he sees her at the doctor's office. Remember, he drives her home. Yeah. And, like the, all the like the she meet he meets her mom and the animals. Uh, yeah. A lot of the characters. Listen, don't make sense. Yeah, yeah. White yeah. A lot of the characters the don't make They're sense. It, it doesn't matter. Um, in, and then the characters that 
are like again going back to Mark. I really think that guy's a piece of shit. He's not a good friend. He's not a good uh, character. He no, he is absolutely a good. guy. I don't think I mean, he has a redeeming quality. Like he's he Marky, he tracks them across the fucking state for an entire day to retrieve a fucking thing that he fucked up on. It was, he, he stole, made a mistake. He stole he it. More, he, was a he does more stealing on the way there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's an asshole. Guess, oh. Yeah. Listen, we have four wrongs to make a right kind of listen, thing. Listen, listen, we, we don't all grow up in the church that we have to be all like this, like godly <laughs> and like, you know, we, you know, we, here we you, go. You can, you can, yeah, you can write wrongs. And I thought that's what he did With, most of the movie. By doing more wrongs, by stealing no, I thought again. He, I thought he, I thought he righted a lot of wrongs in that movie. I thought, you know, he, he's a, he was a, he was a troubled guy with a yeah. fucked up family life. His mom was a lunatic. It was yeah, fucking a guy they went to high school it. with. They went to yeah. high school with. Remember, they're like, "Yeah, you got the shit kicked out of him." Remember that whole thing? Like, his 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 mom was troubled. He was troubled. He was a loser. I will give you that. But I think yes, everybody in that movie is troubled to a degree. Then I mean, it, it is like right. uh, it is just kind of like a dark movie. It is. It is. It's not, I, it's not kind of. It is a dark movie. I think he's kind of. I, I think I I liked about his character that he was not a good guy, but he was a he was a, a non good guy with a good heart. And I think that sure. kind of shine. I, I thought that shined through. That was, I thought that was so fucking touching when he handed him that at the end. I mean, I like I thought that was that that, that pendant. I thought that was really touching. I thought it was. I, I knew that. So, I mean, I hadn't. I didn't remember what it was, but I knew so much of the movie. I I knew what was coming next. I mean, again, I I guess you know, as a first time writer director, I can't fault him for it. Or maybe he was going for that. That you, it, everything was telegraphed. Everything was coming from a mile away. Yeah, I'll give you that. Besides the inconsistencies, those kind of came out of nowhere. But other than that, I guess it's just chalk it up to a first-time movie maker. I didn't see a lot of inconsistencies. I mean, I, I get I get what you're saying about the shit that's on the nose. I didn't see a lot of inconsistencies. You you brought up one inconsistency that you were 100% wrong about. That's true. Uh, but if there, if there are any more, you know, I, I'm happy to hash those out with you. The other inconsistencies, right. I, I'm sure – entail me uh just not paying attention to the movie when it lost me it's no reservoir dogs you know what marky i suffered through annihilation for you (laughs) (laughs) You and you can't even pay attention the whole time to this movie i didn't look at my phone once i was it's not staring i was staring at the screen i was asleep with my eyes open you probably threatened to kill your dog at some point while you're watching it, it's no reservoir. It's it's no reservoir, dogs. Don't bring up dogs right now, AJ. Marky's in a lot of shit. Right <laughs> it's first time, first first time filmmaker. First, hey, you first don't film hear that dog barking anymore, right? do you? <laughs> oh, shit, here we go. I <laughs> know. Uh, no, no. Uh, in all honesty, no. You know, I I I, I enjoy uh, getting defensive and arguing about it because it's fun. Uh, but I, I obviously respect her opinion. I can see, I can see why, first of all, there's a very, very heavy element of romantic comedy in it with, with the two of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you hate romantic comedies. I know that. So this is the movie started off, but Natalie Portman did such a good job though. I could kind of like, you know, I didn't dislike it for that. And how did you score her? Yeah, yeah. She, I was actually she, thinking about that the whole time. I was like, mentally challenged. I mean, written and directed by Zach Braff. Of course, he's gonna uh, write in a smoke show. Uh, was he also in charge of casting? He wasn't oh, a producer, not, so I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. But um, she, you know, she hadn't won. She hadn't won the Oscar yet. So you know, I, you know Timmy, I can 
uh, I, I, res I respect the, uh, the idea of a movie, like kind of having like a, a special place in your heart, if you will. And so I'm not going to fault you for that. Um, and like I said, I don't think it's a terrible movie. And the more we talk about it, I actually am seeing more of the movie. Like, you know, it's, it's starting to elevate. It's no clerks opinion the more we talk about it i'm with you there no okay. clerks yeah i i kind of agree with first you. time filmmaker yeah with so with kevin smith it is uh like the story wise it's similar and i can appreciate it but kevin smith i found like you know just kept it simple and focused on the story and focused on the actors and you know let let them tell the story as opposed to trying too hard, and I felt Zach Braff tried a little too hard. And he and he kept it just funny, like it, it was all yeah. about the humor. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. His dialogue. He wrote dialogue better than Zach Braff did. All right. So can I can I say something that's probably going to upset uh, upset a couple of people right now? Yeah. I hope so. I I I don't love Clerks. I <gasps> I, I just I just don't like. I, you want to talk about like like uh, like forced directing and like forced dialogue like, oh, like it was yeah. just like yeah the pacing of the talking seemed really off and he figured that out after clerks he slowed you can tell he slowed it down afterwards i don't appreciate your ruse <laughs> my what you're cunning attempt to trick me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well fuck you sorry right, but anyways um uh, yeah see that movie like it's funny but like it, for me it, it's almost like people okay. just like just a spouting dialogue. There's right, no so, acting. Or so the cigarettes. <laughs> so I think it's that's funny. the difference. I think Kevin Smith used uh, dialogue to kind of push it where Zach Braff used like imagery to push okay. it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like just the, the from, dark white room. Was, the, you know, the him going up the escalator as she sits there. He used a lot of visuals where Kevin... Smith used more like outlandish dialogue. Let me let me uh, ask this though: Is this the first time that Zach Braff, I mean, as far as to this scale, has done this uh, writing and directing role? I mean, other than Scrubs, yeah. I mean, he yeah, was he was, writer writer director yeah, on that as well. On Scrubs, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Clerk, Clerks was Kevin Smith's first film too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that was, and he hasn't done like um, he hasn't done a ton since then. That was going to be my next question: if he had ever done anything really since then. You know, and it kind of makes me sad that he uh, uh, got that uh, Kickstarter to do a second one, and then he dropped it because of the backlash. Because that's not that's unfortunate i mean enough people liked it and if he really wanted to do it then fuck them you know just, just go ahead and make it i mean it, it made money uh it got it got reviewed the first one did great yeah well. so like to, um, to not do the second one because he got some like assholes saying that he shouldn't yeah, is it it actually won it actually won a bunch of like sure. you know random awards nothing major independent but, uh, spirit yeah um, that 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 stuff but i'm um, sure it wasn't one dude telling not backlash mark i'm sure there were lots of people ranting and raving about that kickstarter yeah, Why, but, he, you know. he wouldn't have pulled he wouldn't have pulled off the project yeah that, that's the sure. that, that that's the rumor i heard um sure so, yeah yeah and he hasn't really done i mean he was on scrubs for a, a long time i mean that, that's maybe that's another about. reason he's why a, he's a great comedian. maybe that's another reason yeah, why yeah. that it might be another reason why that movie at least maybe made money out the gate was like fans of scrubs i know it's kind of 
one of those cult hits from Comedy Central Scrubs. People love Scrubs, so they, yeah. you know, also it's this- to the point where he does a podcast about Scrubs. Yeah. So he's clearly that. into podcasting, but wouldn't fucking come on our podcast. Did week. you ask him? Oh, Dick yeah. You fucking messaged him like a dozen times. You told him it was my birthday and everything? I did. Cunt. So fuck mm. him. You know what? We're in an all-out war with Zach Braff. Yeah. That's fair. Yep. I mean, it's what we're declaring war on Zach Braff. Maybe this will get us You know, actually, Danny, <laughs> what it probably was... I'm, I'm you know aboard I'm, the murder train. You know what I'm thinking of what it was, though, is that he was listening to our previous episodes and he heard us make some uh, Garden State jokes. Right? Maybe he's he like, listened to every episode. he's like, I'm not going to come on there well, because Marky, you guys are just going to make fun of me. Right? I'm sorry, Zach Braff. I didn't mean to poke fun at your yep. di- yeah, so rectorial debut. It was all Marky. Uh, now that you heard us like, blame Marky, we'll kick him out. And Samantha will be on. You can join. She us. also hated this movie. She did not yeah, like this well, movie. Actually, right, if, if she came on right now, she would talk mad shit. Like I've told you numerous times, she's dead inside. That's why she hates that movie. All right. Mm. Um, but guys, can I go over one thing about the movie that I think can open up a can open up a new discussion? Mark, no. stop that. I mean, sure. Um, no, I think I'm, I, guys, I think you'll actually really like this. Um, and I don't know if anybody um, found this. Out at all, it has to do with Natalie Portman, which we all agree she was outstanding in the movie, right? Definitely, yeah, yeah. Highlight. Okay. So, have you guys read anything into this idea of the manic pixie dream girl? Never heard of it, right? I just, I just found this shit today. That okay. is, so, it's a type of character in a movie, which, by the way, feminists fucking hate the manic pixie dream girl. I did some deep research into this because everybody blogs. Did you know like one in six people on the planet blog? So I, I, I found some very, very hateful things about this type of character from the really. So that's what it is. A manic pixie dream girl is a type of character. It's a type of character in a movie. And and I'm not, I'm not going to read what it is. I'm going to tell you what, what I believe from what I've read, what, what it is. It's basically a female character in a movie that's there to support the uh, lead male protagonist to try uh-huh. to help him learn lessons and kind of figure out his development through the movie. And it, you know, it's kind of like an uh, Aesop's fables kind of thing. She's like kind of there to help him yeah. almost there to guide him through. And that's definitely what Natalie Portman was, I was doing. Gonna say, in this I movie. agree with that. Yeah. Maybe, if, you, uh... if you, if you notice that, right. If you notice that scene in the movie where he does bring up, what actually happened with him and his mom. If you remember in that scene, she keeps leading him. And like the other characters around keep going, whoa, this little detective, what's going on with her? She just won't let it go. She, he says something. She's like, no, what does that mean? What does that mean? And she won't stop until he actually tells the story. And that's what she's there for him. The whole time is there to support him, to get him to the next level. And that's what the manic pixie dream girl is all about. Ellen Page from Juno. Uh well she, well she's the lead but 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 DP like but wouldn't she be kind of the same like uh no it's a support. on next week's po- on next week's podcast manic pixie dream girls it's it's the, <laughs> it's the supporting role but AJ I think you'll really like this all right because there's a list on Wikipedia of women who play these Hit roles me. in movies right so I'll go through the ones like uh uh Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman sure right okay I've never seen it I mean she was the lead. 
but she was supporting him to get to, you know, his next. But AJ, you'll love this one. You'll love this one. And this rings true so much. Patricia Arquette and True Romance. Yes, very much so. Right? Oh, completely, yeah. Right? Very much so. And I got one towards the end that you guys, everyone's going to explode. You guys are going (laughs) to love this. Uh, But also, um, we talked about uh, Cameron Diaz and there's something about Mary. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. uh, I love this one so much. Helena Bottom, Helena Bottom Carter and Fight Club. Yeah, I yes. mean that's what she, that is literally oh, yeah. what she's there for. Yeah, that movie, that's that's right? that's that's the stereotype. Then I guess right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Kate Hudson and Almost Famous. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kate Winslet and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Another movie that got robbed at the fucking Oscars. Um, I need to watch that again. Uh, that that it's good it's good uh mila kunis and forgetting sarah marshall yeah right yeah, well, yeah. I, I agree 100 percent with that and one. the one that rings true for me the absolute most not only because of what it entails but because of the type of movie it's mary elizabeth winstead and scott pilgrim versus the world oh, i mean yeah. she is not the most manic pixie dream girl i've ever seen in my fucking life Dude, fucking that ramona was... flowers ramona is flowers like exactly the epitome the, she is the epitome the she's the one she is yeah. the one that is ba- that should be the the absolute standard for anyone that plays this character. Not for nothing. God, I was hoping you are, were going there. Yeah, these yeah. are some amazing fucking characters. Uh, but uh, some other ones too, which I, I love. This one, this one rings true so much. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and her with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So these are she's like not even fem- fucking really there, and she does. No, but it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the uh, AI uh, computer voice. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think that's a, actually, you know, and now that you, now that we bring that up, like, I think that's a really cool kind of character in a movie. I like that's a great that. one. I Scarlett, awesome. Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson and her. That's a good one too. That yeah, yeah. that's what I was just saying. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That's 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 an that's, excellent one. Right. Well, that's T.W. Were you saying that you came across some uh, blogs where this role was getting uh, talked down, roasted, upon? roasted because really? it was. It, again, it was a lot of these like kind of ultra left feminist kind of um, uh, blogs, and it's like basically what they're saying is because the character is basically there to support the man to get him to the next level, and a lot of these uh, blogs were saying like, well, why wasn't the woman just the lead? You know, sure. why did she need to be there? But I think when you have those two things together, it tells a really, really amazing story. And you can tell a romance story at the same time. Yeah. And I think, but DP, yeah. Ramona Flowers is the, the number one. Manic Pixie like Dream Girl. It's not even close. In the film was that was what she was there bring for. Bring him yeah. through his journey. Yeah. 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 And, and not even just him, but all the other fucking guys too. That, mm-hmm. that all her exes. Um, so still, I, I, I still enjoy the Mila Kunis one, though. Forget that's exactly. huge. That's a fun that, yeah. I mean, that's one of my favorite because, movies. Yeah, just I mean, based on what you know, Peter Bretter, like what he starts when he gets to Hawaii, yeah. who he is at that point, and then what he what she like, what brings he, what, him what, through, right? Yeah. And what he dares to become because of that. Peter, right. I see your hoo ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly that scene, Marky. That's a perfect example of it. She gets him to jump off the fucking hill into the water. Like yep. he and was to, terrified. And to, sing, and to sing the uh, uh, the the, um, the, Drac- <laughs> the Dracula the Dracula, the Dracula opera at the bar. <laughs> Dracula musical, yeah. Dracula musical. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know what that role also you called it a, a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. 
to me, it also just reminded me of the idea of behind every strong man is uh, a strong woman. Is that the, the way the phrase right. goes? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I could see why there would be some people that don't like that idea. You know, like, why aren't these females in the lead? Right. But right. and they're, to their defense or their credit, like, they're right. There's not a lot of movies that have that uh, gender role flipped to where, I mean, I'd be kind of hard pressed to think of a movie where there is. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that, there is. I'm sure there is. I just, I, I, we'd have to, that would be a deep dive. We'd have to think about it. I'm sure, I'm I sure there's, there, there's it, that. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's, but it's not as you what, much uh, the, the folklore. Chris Pine in Wonder Woman was the no. manic pixie dream boy. <laughs> there you he go. He definitely yeah. took, uh, Diana of Themyscira through her journey to become Wonder Woman. So yeah, and yeah, brought I, her I, up to be the I, best Wonder Woman she could be. I yeah. just thought it was like again, I never heard of that in all the uh, the fucking years that I I had I've watched. I mean, been obsessed with. That's movies. an interesting name, Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think, and I think, how did I, I get that it, name? I think it's kind of cool. Just, right, it's every, like every word of that. Is uh, I'm a fan of. Yeah, like I I want to meet the, girls, yeah. pixie girls, yeah, I want girls. I want to yeah. meet that broad and marry that bitch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean seriously, that's that sounds right. amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think that's I think that's a really cool thing, and I think it's a really important part of a lot of really good movies. I mean, those movies I just threw out at you, DP. There was another one I wanted to throw at you too. And I know you you like this movie a lot. And um, hold on, bear with me. Is it one what, second. Wouldn't you say what's her name in Forty Year Old Virgin is 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 like that too? Oh yeah, yeah, um, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. I'd and say then, that. And then she's Where she uh, she tries to get him to sell the. You know, I was just sell, thinking about that. He's like, I, store, I don't want to. I don't want to sell my action figures. I don't want to sell my toy. Yeah. What about like? But she tries to push him to get to that. What level. about like Juliet Lewis and Natural Born Killers? <laughs> you know what I mean, right? She's in a twisted man. A, a, a little twisted, but yeah. Right? It, it what about Juliet Lewis and What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Like, I mean, it's it's another. I mean, there are so many of these you can get into. Um, but uh, I did just find. Um, what about Catherine Zeta Jones and Mask of Zorro? I don't, I don't know why I just thought. It. Remember that with uh, Cameron but, Diaz and the mask? Yeah, she was, she was that just holds hot. Up. Hold on, I did, guys. I did just find an article called. Uh, don't forget Marla Singer. I, I did. I, I did say that Helena Bonham Carter, Fight Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, she's one of the best ones. Of that oh, role. she's. I mean, she's she's integral to that movie. I mean, she's one of the most important parts of that movie. I mean, um, I guess you could say uh, DP. You might like the uh, Iron Man, uh, Pepper Potts with Tony Stark. Exactly. I think she was, and then, it, but by Iron Man three, she kind of broke became through a, that role and became, became her a boss own. Bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, she started out that way, and then, you know, they they filled out her character, and she got too big, yeah. too big for Tony's <laughs> shoes. We need to cut. We need, we need to cut all this shit out and have a separate podcast about it. No, I know. I think yeah, I just, we, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, we definitely could. Yeah, 
I mean, we don't need to cut it out, but we could run with this uh, theme for quite a while. Mm. Should we uh, circle back around to the hollow movie that is Garden State? Uh, it's, ah! not hollow. it's not hollow, first of all. Um, hey, so let's circle back around to Garden State. Yes, sorry about that, guys. Okay. Um, so okay. we, we took a little deep dive there, but I don't know. At the end of the day, for me, uh, I, I don't even know. Should we do uh, – uh, God, if we do the five-star thing, I have a feeling I, I'm going to get upset. Um, but maybe we should do nah, it. So let's do the five-star rating, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, let's start it off. Five-star rating for Garden State. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tim. Well, if you want to give an Be accurate honest. rating, I thought it was a below-average movie. And if you want, if you if the bar is for an average movie is at least two and a half, I have to give it a two. Okay. Understandable. I thought it was below average. All right, Marky, you? You know, I'm going to have to uh, agree with AJ on that because I think it is uh, a below average movie. It's not a, it's not a terrible movie. You know, I'm not going to uh, rank it on down there with uh, Star is Born or with uh, some of the other movies. But, you know, it's saving grace is the performance by Natalie Portman, the appearance of method man and the soundtrack uh, especially with the shins coming in it there was some scenes that it did well so maybe like a 2.125 two and one eighth stars all right so i feel like it's slightly above average i i'll give it a three star rating you know it's a little better than average if it was like if I was flipping through and I saw it on, I'd watch it again. I wouldn't. I it wasn't amazing, but I would not. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, like I said, yeah. So uh, so so fun. like like I said, I I will reconsider where it is um, in my. You top shouldn't 100. though. I mean, it's your it's your it's your list. You should place it where you want. At sixty nine, if you want it right at sixty nine, leave it there. I mean, it's kind I of what, 69 is the greatest place to be. So yeah, right. I feel like 69 should be a special, a special place. Right. And since, I mean, since Natalie Portman is the best thing in the movie, 69 is a really, a really accurate portrayal of where it should be on my list. However, it is right. I know um, it is <laughs> GP literally, uh, but uh, <laughs> I will give it, I mean, I, it's four, it's four stars for me. It's four stars. Yeah. Oh, it's wow, a movie, you liked it that much. It's a it's a movie that it meant a lot to me when I saw it. Yeah, I can't knock um, you for I get that. that man. I, I get, I get that, too. that. During during a time in my life when I when I saw it and when I could really relate to this and and I mm-hmm. thought I really thought um, the story was really really well told and there were some moments in the movie like I said that really that really uh, like your boy Will Hunting says really blew my hair back. Um, right. So I uh, I really I liked it. I think it's a great movie. I'm happy we got to talk about it tonight. You know, I thought we were gonna wait for like season seven to finally actually do that. Do you think we're gonna do this for seven seasons or oh I mean as long as yeah, as long as uh talk about movies and keep drinking. Yeah, right until we're all dead. But um I thought no, I I I like I like the movie. I'm happy, I'm happy we got to talk about it. I'll tell you this, like uh you know I'm just old enough, older than you enough that uh, I think the movie Clerks kind of hit me the way I think this movie hit you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, if I think the first time I ever saw Clerks was today, 
I'd have a different opinion on it. But the fact that I saw it when I was in my 20s and, you know, it, it hit me at that time and watching it for the first time last night, I saw that. I was like, oh, if I watched this in my 20s, I would relate to it more. I would get it more. So mm-hmm. I understood watching it last night. I understood why you liked it so much when you saw it. So thank you, GP. I get that. I'm happy you liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great, it, a good movie. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good movie. So I think there was a, a cameo of uh, what was the name of Zach Braff's uh, co-worker and Scrubs? Was it uh, Donald Faison? Was was he behind the hotel like that peep show? I swear you saw him for a split second. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, no, I, I don't know. know. I'll, I'll Took is that his name or what was his name? Um, in the show Scrubs, I guess it doesn't matter. But I swear that he he just had like a glimpse of him. Maybe it was just another bald-headed black dude, but I swear that was him in there. I I don't recall yeah, it. To be not honest. sure. Yeah. And so, you know, speaking to, of cameo, so gentlemen, before uh, before we wrap this up, there is one more person that wanted to. Uh, to, to reach out and wished him a happy birthday. He couldn't be with us live, but he did send me a video. So I'm going to share this video with you guys. Uh, TW, this one's for you. you watch my screen. This is for you, pal. Tip Sherry. Hey, shoot him again <laughs> in the house. With- <laughs> About to take off, do a little golfing. Here you're a fan. That's fantastic. Warms my heart. Happy freaking birthday. It's the big four. Oh, the best decade ever, as you probably know. So, that said, you have achieved a certain level of, well, greatness. I mean, the Movie Council podcast is badass. Oh, Dan, who is sending this to you also, um, wanted to let you know that Here's a free lesson. He's a better <laughs> host than you are. So he wants to say, here's a free lesson to you. <laughs> uh, other than that, it's your birthday. Watch out for the two bikers having sex, the fat ones, off 17. How are you supposed to chip with that going on? And um, the, the, the rule is this. You got to play it as it lies. <laughs> I had to hit off a of Frankenstein's fat foot. Now, those are the rules. I didn't write them, okay? That's something you should take into your best decade ever. Oh my God, they say after you've achieved that, you've got you've got all kinds of stuff going on. And then in the 40s, you're just kind of you're owning it. So own it. Have a great birthday, sir. I'm sending you lots of shoot love, and I'm sure your family and friends are around today, so have a great one. Shooter out. <laughs> no Ladies and gentlemen, shooter McGavin. Oh my God. God damn. I didn't know you guys were friends, Timmy. <laughs> That's news to me as well. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. So yeah, Shooter wanted to reach out and uh, give you a free lesson. So that was really that was I would honestly put that in like the top ten greatest moments of my life right there. That was <laughs> fucking amazing. That was really awesome. I had to hit that it off Frankenstein's fat foot. Like that was that was, uh, <laughs> it was amazing. And we were just ta- we were just talking about movie villains too. Oh, yeah. he would be in my easily in my top five. I yeah. mean, yeah. so oh yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, he that, cracks that, my top five too. That's really, <laughs> really fantastic. I don't know how you did that or how you. Yeah. Uh, 
I will. Uh, I'll send you the video. You can. Uh, I'll post it on the movie council uh, social media as well. And uh, Tim, you can post it up on yours. But yeah, that was that was Shooter McGavin for you, <laughs> TW. Happy birthday, brother. How am I supposed to chip? <laughs> oh, that was oh, incredible. Man. I love that. My, my favorite, by far one of the best birthday presents I've ever gotten. That, awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed this. So. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. This was a, a great Tim birthday extravaganza. Uh, thank you all for being with us. Uh, I had a great time, but that'll do it for us tonight. Good night, everybody. Night. Love you guys. Night, night. Love you, Mom. AJ, nothing. The Movie Council is adjourned. <laughs> <laughs>